I hate to whinge, but no woman should have to bleed on secondhand goods. Welcome to I Hate to Whinge, the podcast. And yep, we're talking that kind of bleeding, guys. But don't be turned off. No, stay right there, because this week we talked to an Aussie actress who's been working incredibly hard over the past month to help give all Aussie women access to basic sanitary needs, something I bet you thought they already had. Giftbox Tampons is the brainchild of Aussie actress Saskia Hampel, whose face you might best recognise from her role on Neighbours. She's now living in LA and for the past month has been rallying support and funds to see this Kickstarter project through. We'll chat about how it works, who it will help, and about the brilliant name behind Giftbox. Better, there's some words coming your way you're not going to be comfortable hearing. But we hope you can get over that pretty quickly so we can get to the issue at hand. I welcome back Saskia with some dirty truths about the way some Aussie women are living in Australia today. Welcome to I Hate to Whinge, the podcast. I hate to whinge, but no woman should have to bleed on secondhand goods. No, they should not. And you might be surprised to find out they are. More on that really soon. First, though, Saskia, I read an article that you wrote and it got published, I think, here on the Show and Tell website. And Mm -hmm. I would like to just take your lead and just throw a few words out there that are going to come up that might make people uncomfortable. So if we could just throw out words like we've got period, uh, fetus, fetus, vagina, uh, vagina, uterus, blood, Um, blood, tampons, (laughs) pads. Uh, is that um, about it? Blood clot. Blood clot. Wow, that um, wasn't in the article. Blood clot. <laughs> <laughs> that, just, that just a freshie from my head. Um. These are all words that yeah. may pop up in the next twenty minutes, and you should get over it now because they're yeah. a fact of life, guys. Oh my god, I've become so desensitized to talking about periods because I. It's all I've been doing for a month now. And so I think people think I'm crazy because I just start talking about my flow. And they're like, what is going on? Flow. One last word just to throw in there. She's out on a Friday oh, yeah. night trying to make small talk and she's like, well, <laughs> you would never guess. Have you ever heard of heavy flow? <laughs> a guy friend of mine was like, are you talking about water slides? What on earth is a heavy flow versus a light flow? You're like, Google it. Google it. Now, let's talk uh, the yeah. numbers because these are huge. So it's something like, what, 85,000 yeah. women in Australia are homeless? Well, that's so 85,000 women access homeless services each year in Australia. So that's a, a kind of an annual figure. And that goes up to 1.1 million when you look at poverty. So people living below the poverty line um, who probably can't afford to buy an $8 packet of organic tampons every month. Um, but any given you know, day, there'll be around 46,000 um, women who uh, don't have safe housing who are homeless, which is huge in Australia. And that's just Australia. Yeah, and, and like being homeless has many problems. Obviously, you know, you know where to sleep. It's winter, it's cold. But the fact mm-hmm. that these are women, and I feel like for me and maybe many people, you don't think, oh, you're homeless, you're not going to be able to go and buy pads and tampons from the shop. It's like a thought that we kind of oversee often. It just doesn't cross your mind because I guess, you know, there's so many issues going on for people who are homeless that that seems like such a minuscule part of that experience. But then when you literally like go through your mind and think about what that would be like, 
Like, I know for me, when I get my period, it's the first hour is the most stressful experience of my entire month because you, like, if it's unexpected, yeah. you, like, go into a panic. It's like, where can I get some tampons from? You become, you them from yeah, your super conscious. You're like, looking at yourself yeah. in every single mirror going, um, have I, have I, is it visible? Have yeah. I leaked? Is this happening? Super stressful. And then, you know, we go to the shops and we buy a pack and we're all good and we hopefully don't make that mistake next month. <laughs> but then, you know, when you start to think about the ladies who don't have access to that and it's like, holy crap, what is that like? You know, it must be full on. Not only stressful, um, but you also cite that, you know, sometimes it leads to them having to steal, which would be a, a wildly demeaning mm-hmm. process. Like out of all the, I mean, stealing yeah. for one, and which could cost you a lot. It's like a massive fine if you get caught. Imagine getting caught $500 on the spot fine in most states, yeah. Imagine a cop like patting you down and going, did you steal these tampons? Like that would just be I know. horrible. Humiliating. Especially yeah. if you're like a, so a teenage girl and you, you know, you're, you're alone and you've, maybe you've just got your period for the mm-hmm. first time, it'd be horrible. And that, that was one of the crazy stats that stood out to me is that 18,000 of those um, women that I mentioned are between 12 and 24, which is like, that's, that's young women, you know. That's like people who are going through their first cycles through to, you know, girls who probably, you know, should be worrying about how to get their first job or, yeah. um, you know, which boy to impress or... Um, you know, like basic things, school, all that kind of stuff. And instead they're having to stress out about whether they can yeah, have to spend their money on tampons or food. It's crazy. Yeah. Now, no doubt this is why Giftbox came about. Before we get to how it works and mm-hmm. who can help, why, did, why was this the cause why? that you decided, you know what, I need, to, I need to try and push for change right now? You know what it was? Is it, it seemed so simple to fix because... You know, there's a lot of huge... I'm not going to solve homelessness overnight. I'm not going to, you know, solve a lot of these big issues. But I was like, every woman buys some kind of sanitary product every month. And right now, the global feminine hygiene industry makes, I think it's like $18 a year. Wow. Like, so much money off of our periods. And, like, men don't have... That $18 is coming solely from women. I don't think that men have an equivalent expense that they kind of have to experience and so I was like how is it that big companies you know like your I mean I won't mention the names people can imagine what brands that they buy but how is it that they're making millions upon billions of dollars off of feminine hygiene yet if if you're below the poverty line and don't have a housing you can't go and get free tampons and to me that just seemed crazy you can get free condoms you can get free syringes you can even get free razors like there's some really kind of basic necessities that if you're homeless, you can access them easily. Tampons is not one of them or pads. And to me, that just blew my mind. And I was like, what if instead of making a huge profit off of feminine hygiene, we just created a brand that looped back in and, you know, gave the profits back to the, the women that need it. And it just seemed simple. So, so gift, box, it. gift box tampons is what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yep, because it's a gift for your box. <laughs> I didn't even think of that when I looked at it. That's, that's genius, Asia. <laughs> genius. <laughs> how does yeah. it work? So is it, is it, it's a purchase for purchase kind of plan. Is that how it yes. works? And, and, and it's like, have you, have you heard of Tom's Shoes? Yes. One for one, yep. where you buy a pair of shoes and in return a pair of shoes gets donated to a kid who doesn't have shoes. Yep. So same thing. I kind of I kind of thought social consumerism is becoming the new thing, you know, like people want to spend their money on something they know is going to do good and it's much easier than like 
donating an extra amount to a charity each month. So I was like, social consumerism is where it's at. And one for one is not that, you know, hard to do. And I kind of crunched the numbers and I was like, you know what, this could be possible. Um, so basically every time you go and buy a pack of tampons, which are going to cost exactly the same as your competing brands, then a packet in return will be donated to a woman who needs it. So where is it at right now? So at the moment we're in our Kickstarter phase. So we haven't got the products on hand yet, but we need to basically run, raise a whole lot of money to get the first shipment. So a minimum pallet that we can get from our um, manufacturers in the EU is 250,000 tampons. So in order to fund getting that initial shipment and getting it into stores and getting it online, yeah, basically we need to raise a whole lot of money, which we've been working at over the last 30 days. It's been a huge month for you and it's almost coming to an end. Where do you guys sit at the moment? We've got three days left. We've raised 28 grand, I think, at my last count. Mm -hmm. And we've donated, I think, almost 20,000 tampons out of that, which is huge. And we've still got another, I think, 18... Yeah, about 18 grand, 17 grand to go. So and we've got three days. <laughs> <laughs> you've been really busy. Yeah. And, and thankfully you've had uh, a bunch of people back here in Australia supporting you, including a whole heap of your former colleagues and, and cast from Neighbours and other shows mm-hmm. you've been involved with. And they've thrown behind. Are you like auctioning off items and giving yourselves away? And I read that you were going to scrap session someone. Like you've just gone all in. Yeah. We've been um, we've been trying to make as many kind of ways to um, to to get um, donations as possible. So um, yeah, we've been like we've got neighbours tours, VIP <laughs> tours, um, Fear the Walking Dead signed posters. Like every celebrity friend that I've got, I'm just hitting them up, and I'm like, how can we make this happen? You're in the wrong country. So, you need pretty... to be. You need to be. You need to be in England. You could sell those tours for a premium price. Come on, they're the massive. I know. Space. The people in the UK have been so awesome. They've got behind us so much and, and they're crazy about neighbours. So it's been really fun and I'm looking forward to like actually chatting to some fans over Skype. That's like, pretty what cool. a cool experience. Very cool. Um, yep. When are you back? Are you coming back soon? Are you kind of in LA for a bit? Yeah, more? I'll definitely be back for Christmas. Um, there's a few things kind of happening here, so I can't come over just yet. But um, the plan is to kind of get back there as soon as we're, we're up and running with Giftbox. So probably in the next few months, I'll head over and start getting things going and getting the product into stores and promoting it and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Now, speaking of your colleagues, a lot of them are featured in your Kickstarter uh, video launch that is mm-hmm. up there you can check it out on the kickstarter page now i think the most yeah. uh, the the point that like st- stuck with me the most is their reactions to some of the products women out there on the street use in the lack of yeah. sanitary pads and tampons can you talk us through some of them and and just their reactions because this, this that was their natural reactions you captured on on camera right mm-hmm. yeah it was it was actually really shocking i did not realize how full on the um the responses were going to be you know people People started, the first lady we interviewed, Melissa, started just crying and I was not expecting that. You know, I kind of, I knew how shocking the facts were, but because I'd been talking about them and thinking about them for so long, I'd forgotten just how full on it was. So, um, yeah, we, it, it was crazy. We've got so much footage that isn't in the video as well of just people being genuinely really shocked and horrified by by some of the things that these women are having to use and the statistics in Australia, you know, it's not yeah. a third world country. It's, it's not. And there shouldn't be this problem. We get things on the table there, like sponges and, and, and leaves and, and rubbish. Absolutely. I mean, if you're 
if you're homeless, what are you going to do? You grab whatever's closest. And a lot of the time that ends up being whatever's on the street, you know, like whether it's your sock or your T-shirt or, um, you know, if you're really desperate and you're locked out of the public toilets in your area, it would be a, a bunch of leaves out of the garden or some napkins you steal from a cafe or whatever you can kind of get your hands on. It's pretty, pretty grim. Among the responses, I think the most poignant for me was one of the guys sitting there and saying, I hope my daughters would never have to go through this. Yeah, Shane, he's, um, he's an Australian actor and yeah. he's, um, you know, he's got two daughters and I, I think it really hit home for him because he, you know, he, he and a part of his interview that's not shown in the video is him just being like, why is this, is it because it's women that it's an overlooked issue? You know, if it was men, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be the problem, you know. And it, I don't want to turn it into a sexist thing, but I do think if, if it was a men's issue, it would be in the government, you know. Bill Shorten sat there last week and said, oh, we can't get rid of the tampon tax because it makes Australia $40 million a year. And I just thought, that it blew my mind. It's like, that's a tax that's on women. That, that tax does not exist for men. So it's a $40 million a year additional tax that women pay for our government. And it's like, what are, what are we getting in return for it? Yeah, well, I wanted to bring that up with you because this is something you're very passionate about as well, like making these products tax-free, in fact, trying to make them free. I mean, the elections this weekend. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of women aren't actually aware that it's an issue because it hasn't been put into the mainstream media. You know, even just getting media on board to talk about this during the campaign has been so hard. Um, so I think, you know, if, if women knew that it was something that was on the cards... I think every woman would stand up and say, hang on a second, why am I getting taxed 10% on a necessary item? It's not a luxury item. Um, and, I, and I feel like politicians, if they thought that that was going to be, you know, a winning factor, women are, what, 51% of the population mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so, you know, I just think it's time for politicians to step up and, and make that that yeah. happen. I think I'm, I'm, know, in that, I'm in that boat. Fair. Yeah, and I didn't realise things like condoms and lubricants and nicotine patches, all tax-free... Your tampons yeah, and your pads razors, aren't. Razors, which is so unnecessary, you know. It doesn't, it's not a hygiene issue to have facial hair or leg hair, you know. Yeah. Um, I, it's crazy that that's seen as a necessary item, yet tampons aren't. There's currently a petition online that I think I saw on your page. Yeah, there's there's a big petition um, to remove the tampon tax. It, did, it got, got brought up in Parliament last week, but quickly. Yeah, and I was going to say only last week, oh, I got quickly thrown out because last week in New York, the New York, I think it was the New York City Council just passed legislation for free sanitary items in homeless shelters, in women's jails and in public schools, mm-hmm. which is, I think, yeah. the New first... New York are killing yeah. it. So it's tax-free and then they've got free tampons in all of their schools and, and homeless shelters, which is the way it should be worldwide, really. Yeah. Like I said, it's such a kind of underlooked-at issue and it's not being raised in the media a lot. So I think it's only the past like, kind of year or two that it's been put on the agenda and it's like, wait a second, why is this not accessible um, yeah, so hopefully Australia listens up and takes America's lead. It's taken us a little while on the gay marriage. Yeah, so we're, st- we're still not there on that yeah. one. Uh, but We're a little slow. <laughs> we'll catch up. Now, your campaign wraps up this week. So if you're listening on a Saturday, this officially wrapped up on the 30th. Um, what yeah. happens after after that? Do you, do you push on and, and, and can people still help in terms of donations and buying these products and whatnot? Absolutely. So once we um, finish the campaign and, you know, my fingers are tightly crossed that we get our funding goal because if we don't, we get nothing, um, which is the 
the thing, you know, the way Kickstarter works, yeah. you, you have to kind of make the target in order to get the funds because you've promised people all the products that um, that they've kind of pre-purchased. So fingers crossed that happens. Um, people can at the moment just pre-purchase the, the tampons. So if you're going to buy them anyway next month, you may as well get them from our site and know that you're doing a good thing. Or people can go on and they can just literally like donate. You know, we've got a gentleman's pack for the boys out there so they can um, gift three boxes to a woman in need. Nice. And um, we've got a lot of other kind of, um, you know, rewards as well for people who don't necessarily use or want tampons lucky you and they can um, go on and, and support in another way and then once the campaign finishes and we get the funding for the first shipment then I'm just going to be working my butt off to kind of get those tampons boxed and in Australia and onto shelves. How are you fitting goal. this all into your life Saskia? What are, are you sleeping? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> no, I am. I'm just. I'm surviving off of a lot of caffeine. The US has turned me into a massive coffee addict. And big ones, like massive, <laughs> and, uh, massive serves. Oh my god! Yeah, it's huge, huge coffees. Um, yeah, I mean, lucky I'm really passionate about it, so it doesn't feel so much like work. But um, but yeah, it's been it's been a lot of you know hard yards for for me and and all of the awesome people that are supporting me over here. And you know, it'll continue to be something that. I put my energy towards and work towards. So, yeah, I'm happy to do it. And, you know, someone's got to do it. So may as well be me. That's awesome. You know, there's all, there's so many big billion-dollar corporations and they really don't need to be earning any more money. So, you know, us underdogs, I think it's time to create things ourselves and, you know, give people an easier way to help out. I, 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 if the product's the same quality, there's no reason why people wouldn't choose it. Yeah. Yeah, you know? and and there's no dodgy ads with your product. No dodgy ads full of cliches. No, and no dodgy tampons <laughs> ads. Whiteheads. Like, none you of know, that. You know how, how I spent so long stressing out about whether I was okay with wasting like seven pads on filling the ad. I was like, I feel like this is such a contradiction because we're talking about people who can't access pads. So I, I sacrificed those pads. I'm pretty sure that they mopped up some um some drink spills throughout the yeah. day. You better use those ones. We unwrap them. <laughs> yeah. And all the boys were like, oh, my God, look at the tampon. It expands in the water. <laughs> like, what do you think it does? <laughs> it's been great educating boys about periods. <laughs> I hate to whinge, but cheese does not give me rock hard abs. Mate, if it did, call me Michelle Bridges. I hate people complaining about like things aren't going that well, but they don't support local. I hate to whinge, but I'm so sick of listening to everyone talk about Game of Thrones. I don't even watch the show and I know exactly what happens. It's way too cold in Hobart. You know it's winter. <laughs> At this part of the podcast, we get to actually whinge. Because up until this point, we haven't been whinging. We've just been, you know, sharing, getting something off our chest. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the yeah. time of the week where you get to have an official whinge. Who do you want to whinge about awesome. this week? Who do you want to nominate as the whinge of the week? You go first, do it. Okay, I want to just nominate um, that dude whose name I don't know. And I don't know if you've caught up with this over in the States. But that dude who voted to get out of the EU in the Brexit vote recently... <laughs> And then said, uh-huh. uh, I didn't think my vote would count and I want to not exit the EU. And he wasn't alone. There's a bunch of Brits who who are coming out and saying, oh, we didn't think our vote would count. Can we do that again? 
I just want to say you were Oh, idiots. my God. Yeah. Do you know that after, I, I don't know if this is true, but I did read it on the internet, so it must be true. Yeah, obviously. Um, <laughs> apparently after that referendum came out, the most commonly Googled thing in the UK was, what is the EU? I, I saw that. Those people didn't even have any idea what they were voting for. Don't let the people decide. Gosh. And like the, the tweets are everywhere. Like, I just feel like they've let idiots make a massive decision and now they're going to have to clean up the mess. Uh-oh. All right, your turn. My turn. Yeah. Um, I don't know how much people will be able to relate to me, but because I'm living in Los Angeles, it has to be a wind about LA drivers because <laughs> they do not know how to indicate like nobody indicates here and they get so angry when you abide by the road rules <laughs> like I have rich Beverly Hills women yelling at me every day in, in the, the car they'll be behind me I can see them in, in my massive mirror black they, SUVs yes with their lips like all puffed up from the all of the collagen and they're they're actually screaming like I don't even know what they're screaming at me but <laughs> You know, they just, they just want you to move out of their way. And people are in staying on the streets here. You've got to become a, a, um, a 24-hour defensive driver. Wow. It's like, it's like you're on a racetrack and you just always got to assume that people are going to do the worst thing because they're such bad drivers. I'm impressed you're driving. Yeah. I always avoid it overseas because I just, I can't deal with the opposite side of the road thing. I'm just, my brain just can't deal yeah, with it. Yeah, I mean, that's hard enough, right? No, yeah. but then they're just, they're insane here. I got in my first car crash after um, oh, being here for three months. Yeah, I um, T-boned a guy at an intersection because he crossed through the lights without obviously looking if there was incoming traffic. His fault. This Turned is out what? he's a big producer, of course. Oh, no. <laughs> did it go well? I know. Did you, did, you get, did you get like each other's contacts? And He has not yet put me in one of his films. It's very disappointing. <laughs> Douchebag. <laughs> Terrible driver. Terrible man, genuinely. This is why I don't change my number exactly. plates. Because my number plates are still from WA because I live there. And I just like keeping yeah. them there just so people know that I'm still getting used to, like, my new state and its <laughs> new rules. That's what I did when I moved to Melbourne. <laughs> I had my number plates for, like, three years. I'm yeah. pretty sure that's really illegal. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like a – well, it could yeah. be, but also we're thinking about the safety of others, which is just like a big sign that says, please forgive me, I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. I don't know your road rules. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Have you seen so any, any um, crazy, and when I think crazy, horrible celebs, I think the Kardashians. Have you seen anyone like that get around in the big black SUVs just, just being all Yeah, that? Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner's always around my neighbourhood. Um, you, you notice them because you notice the paparazzi. So oh, I was going to say because you notice the lips like, from a mile away, but it's the paparazzi. Okay. <laughs> and that, and that. <laughs> yeah, but they're, no, they're always in these giant big, you know, SUV Suburbans with their tinted windows looking, you know, like superstars. Wow. But yeah, they're, they're, LA is kind of the cliche that you think it is. You're walking down the shops and you see, you know, some random celebrity like, oh, Cameron Diaz shops at my Whole Foods. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Hey, Cameron, uh, have you heard about Givebox? And can you give me some I know, cash? right? Cause... You should tweet. <laughs> <laughs> well... Thank you so much. I'll let you get back to all the work you're doing right now uh, in the lead up to this uh, wrapping up in a couple of days. Thank you. Yeah. But thank you so awesome. much. Now, if anyone does want to uh, help out, is, is there an easy way for, we, for us to throw them that way? Yeah, for anyone that does want to get involved, the easiest way is to probably jump on any of our social media platforms. So it's at Giftbox Organic. Um, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of the links to the Kickstarter are on those pages um, and you can 
jump on, check out our crazy videos and silly photos and like us and go and donate because there's only, yeah, two days left. Finishes on the 30th. Um, we've got 17 grand still to go. So please, please, please help. And while you're there, write a letter to your yeah. local member and say, hey, can we make sanitary products yeah. tax-free? Get rid of the tampon tax. Yeah. And for anyone that wants to donate physical products, there's a lot of really great um, organisations. So within your state, there's Share the Dignity and there's also a bunch of local period projects um, and essentials for women. So if you need to find out who your local is, jump on our Facebook page and you can find the link because we've teamed up with them and they're going to be making sure that our donations get to the women who really need it the most. So awesome. they're awesome chicks and they're doing a great job right on the, on the on the ground making things happen. So, yeah. Well, for a podcast that started with the word heavy flow, um, it's ended quite nicely. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs>